How's it going, everyone? My name is Justin. I'm here with Elon, and welcome to another episode of the Street Fighter podcast, where we're just going to be jumping right in and talking about the Street Fighter V netcode <laughs> fix that came out for PC. And it's so funny because we weren't going to record anything. Nope. Initially. But we were actually, like, not even 10 seconds ago, we were sitting on the couch talking about the netcode. We well, we were talking shit about MVCI first. Right. <laughs> and then we, we managed to... We talked about Street Fighter Cross Tekken. We st- <laughs> talked about MVCI. We talked about... Uh, else? There was another game in there. Oh, just fighting games in general, how they're like focused yeah. on the competitive scene. And then we started talking about the netcode because you said you played against Ultra David. Yeah. And so, you thought it was like... Yeah, yeah, talk about your experience a little bit. So, at first I honestly didn't... Like, when I saw... I, I think I just saw on Twitch, like I was scrolling through and it was like, oh, new netcode patch. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, they finally fix it? No, it was a mod. <laughs> Go figure. Uh, and it was some dude that didn't even have the source code. It took two days for him to do this whole thing. Two days were for reverse engineering the netcode and 30 minutes for fixing the bug. It's funny. You you texted me about that <clears throat> uh, one morning and or I guess like during the day. And I had just saw it the, the previous night. I was like, as I was like going to sleep, I saw on Twitter people talking about it. And I was just like, whatever, because I was playing Resident Evil 2. And then I went to sleep, woke up, played a little Street Fighter V. The, the, the netcode was awful, as always. Yep. And I was just like, okay, I'm out of here. And then suddenly I started seeing this thing pop up. And, mm-hmm. and for the record, the only reason I'm, I think this kind of goes without saying, we're not jumping into like talking. I feel like you might do this on Best of Five tomorrow, but Probably. talking about like the etymology of like, you know, or how this came about, like who Altimore is and everything like that. Oh, the I, basis, yeah, I the very, very short version, I'm sure anybody that's listened to this already knows, is that the netcode for Street Fighter V has been awful for years. We've known that. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's um, a person that goes by the username Altimore that's done some work that created a mod in two days, like Elon mentioned, that essentially tries to make it easier for players to stay synchronized with each other while they're playing yeah, Street Fighter V. It fixed, so essentially the issue with the Street Fighter V netcode is a bug. Yes. Where it doesn't Ooh. synchronize. Okay, good. It doesn't synchronize an appropriate amount of times. Uh, mm-hmm. So one side is going to get more delayed than the other because it has it doesn't force the synchronization for both sides. So this new mod, ba- or this new, yeah, it's a mod. It's like the yeah. name for it. Modification. It's, not a it's a modification it's a mod. to the yeah. game, yeah. Uh, it essentially just forces it to synchronize it. it it, like it forces the netcode to synchronize both players more often. Yeah. So I, yeah. I would say this. Uh, there is a. I don't know if you listen to it, but the Street Fighter Radio, uh, the Street Fighter Reddit Joe oh, Monday. Uh, I I haven't listened to it, but I know they got the guy right. Yeah. Um, SF Radio they got on um, Apple Podcasts, um, SoundCloud. Actually, where you can listen to this podcast, uh, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, YouTube. Anywhere that you normally would listen to podcasts, you can actually listen to SF Radio as well. And Joe Monday had sat down with Altimore for about 42 minutes. I listened to it because I was very interested. And uh, so for a deeper breakdown of what Elon was talking about from Altimore specifically um, and how this kind of shook up the FGC and things like that, the Street Fighter community, I would go listen to that. I'm, I'll mm-hmm. probably leave a link to that just so it's easier for people to find. Um, yeah. But uh, kind of on that note, I was going to say that this, this shook the Street Fighter community in a matter of days. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically one day, but by the second day when people started putting out like the results of how far away they were playing yep. people and things like that, I love it. And it was like you, you, you texted me, and I thought I like I made some cheeky tweets, of course, because I kind of do it. But I was just thinking I love this because one, 
it doesn't really affect me because I'm just going to go do something else. Mm -hmm. But I recognize, to kind of be a little bit more empathetic, I recognize that this shook the Street Fighter community. Yep. With I immediately started seeing posts and comments of people saying, you know, PS4 only play with PS4 and PC only play with PC. Yep. You know, and that was because <clears throat> you could only fix it on PC because it's a mod. Sure, right. Um, but the other thing, too, uh, so, like, I, I don't think I ever actually got into this, but you had asked me what my experience was playing mm. with Ultra David. So, Ultra, for those of you that don't know, we're in Austin, Texas. Uh, Ultra David's in L.A. Historically, anytime I've played somebody from California, it's just rollback city, right? Sure. It's been pretty terrible. Uh, but I did play Ultra David, both of us running this new mod, and it felt amazing. I was reacting to jump-ins. I was reacting to dashes. He was playing Honda, so anytime he started, I was playing. He was playing Honda. I was playing Gil. Anytime he would do like the Honda butt slam, I was able to react to it and parry. Wow! I mean, even when we played offline against each other, like or you would like anti me with like stamp fierce, like when Karen's entire was not as good. Yeah. But like online, I'd get some jump-ins on you, and I was just like, "You're gonna eat a full combo." Yeah. <laughs> it was terrible, but like it was yeah. crazy, and I got to I played on that mod for a couple of days, and just so you know, I have uh, a PS4 account and a PC account. I use my PC account for learning other characters, right? So I don't take it as seriously. In my PC account, I was consistently stuck in gold uh -oh. just because I was learning characters and I wasn't taking it seriously. When I downloaded this mod, in the matter of one day, I went from regular gold to super platinum. Because I could just react to everything now. It was crazy. And my favorite part, my favorite part is seeing somebody who's obviously exploiting like the online rollback and doing stuff that's obviously not safe, but because we can't react to it. And showing them that I know how to, I can react to it now. And they would just keep doing it because they didn't know how to do anything else. Oh, yeah, they've been trained. Yeah. Can, this to isn't, me, that's amazing. This isn't on my bulleted so points, good. but I wanted to ask you this because we brought this up back when, when Roddy would record with us. Um, something I brought up, and I was really adamant about this, so I'm revisiting this question, which is I wonder if you said earlier, and Altimore has said, that the, um, the netcode issue was a bug. Mm-hmm. What if it wasn't from Capcom's perspective? What if they always thought the game was working fine and that they... I mean, this isn't devil's advocate. I'm just trying to form yeah. a perspective. What if they always thought the game was fine? And that mm -hmm. it's like, what do you mean that it, this doesn't work correctly? Like, it works fine. And they built the frame data. They built they, they, they modified the patches and the balance changes around this game working as it's supposed to. And so now, from your experience, you're now encountering um, these situations where you're like oh, when this game is working like it's supposed to online, I'm about to change the metrics because now you're going to start blowing up things that maybe you couldn't see before right. or couldn't react to. What's the perspective on that? Well, look, uh, if you're... Obviously, Capcom is a Japanese company. If you're taking most of your metrics from Japan, it's fine, right? It's a much closer area, and the internet in Japan is a lot better than the internet that we experience here in the U.S. Yeah, but I think I just... I wonder sometimes if, like... I was listening to Vesper Arcade, and he had mentioned, and a, and a handful of other channels I follow had mentioned the same thing, which was that when Yoshinori Ono was in an interview talking about the Olympics that are coming up, mm -hmm. and he was saying, kind of my point was like, he was like, we're really proud of the netcode and the network infrastructure and how the game plays online. Mm -hmm. And there were other channels that were like, what are you talking about? Like, this game is awful online. And whether it's, they're getting their data from Japan is, is I guess, not really where I wanted to go. I was thinking, 
what if they just believe it works? Well, and here's the thing. On paper, it does. Yeah. Right? It's a bug. So it's like one. And I think what the what the issue ultimately turned out being was like he just moved like one digit. <laughs> like he just added know. he just added like a digit to something. Okay. I don't I don't know if I heard that. But or he changed that the is, digit. That is funny. Like it was literally like he said like 30 minutes to just go in the code and find what was wrong and just change it. He also mentioned, I don't want to like step on SF radio or anything like their toes, but he did mention in there that like, once he looked at it, like I think Joe Monday asked him something like, how long did it take you to find? Was it like, you said it was a couple days, but it took like a week or something like that. And he said, Nope. Once I knew what I was looking for and he had a pretty good idea of Altimore had a pretty good idea of what he was looking for going in. Yeah. He was like, Oh, there it is. Changed it. And was just like, yeah, yeah, like it's done. And I mean, look, I can sympathize with the Capcom side, and here's why: uh, I studied programming a little bit, mm-hmm. and with programming, you tend to—it's kind of. This is a weird analogy, but you know, like when you're by yourself and you fart, okay, and you smell it, and then it goes away. Yeah, and then somebody will walk in the room like 30 minutes later. It's like, what the fuck's that smell? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's basically what coding is, where like you just kind of don't notice your mistakes after staring at the same thing for, like, days in and uh, days on end. And then it takes, like, a fresh pair of eyes to be like, hey, something's wrong here. Yeah, there's there's work that I do that has, uh, at my job, has nothing to do with coding, that there are times when numbers will start to blur together. Sixes will start to look a lot like fives. Yeah. You know, after a while, when you look at it for long enough, you're like, like, you'll look at 565 and, like, 556, and you're like, are these the same number? Yeah. <laughs> like, why are these the same? And they're, they're clearly yeah. not. So I, I can sympathize with that, but... Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I I don't know what to say <laughs> as far as like it, being that easy of a fix to. It was fix awesome. Everything. I mean, it was it was such a shakeup, and and I and I loved it. Even though I can't take advantage of it, mm-hmm. I don't have a PC. Yeah. But something that Altimore, I won't like I said, I won't try to mention too much. that's in that um, podcast. I would recommend people go listen to it to hear his perspective as opposed to like a Cliff Notes. But um, he had mentioned that Capcom had lost money and players by having this uh, busted for as long as it was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I would agree with that to an extent because, you know, I didn't play Street Fighter Five for, I, I think, a good, like, year and a half, mm-hmm. um, if I'm being, you know, modest about it. I, I feel like it was a good year and a half. And it was mainly just because I was just like, there are things that I just can't see. Yeah. Like, uh, I mean, and I can't play offline all that much, but I'm not going to go travel to a tournament just to play with my Ryu that, you know, most of the Street Fighter community thinks it's a bad character yeah. um, at the time. And, you know, and I and I, if I play online, it's like, I, I have video clips that I had saved that I'm not going to put up, but we've all seen it, where I'll literally KO someone, mm-hmm. and it will roll back to where they're alive, and then I get hit or yep. something. And I was just like, you know, I'm going to go play Witcher 3, or I'm going to do something else. Yeah. And, yeah, and it's not worth the fucking hitting. And if I'm just one person, I wonder how many other people experience that and then don't want to play or go yeah. do something else. That's yeah, a lot of people. You know, so it's a lot of people, man, and it and it goes back to or it goes down to essentially just an exp- it, like uh, video games and experience. And if you're having a shitty experience, then why keep subjecting yourself to it? You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, well, I mean, a lot of the the the, the like the pro players and things like that, they they kind of have to. Yeah. Well, they're you know they're not in it for the experience. They're in it for the money. Sure. Well, not money. I don't. I saying they're in it for the money is not what I meant. You know what I mean? They're in it for a different reason than. Than like just the enjoyment the casual, of the yeah, game. Yeah, the casual player, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what's kind of interesting is I, I texted a couple people that I knew don't play the game, 
but follow the tournaments. And they didn't really know what was going on with the, the netcode thing. So something I wrote here in my notes was that this seemed to be something that really kind of affected, I would say, the, like right above that intermediate level. Mm-hmm. Like if you were just kind of like turning the game on for a couple hours to kill before the movie starts or before you have friends coming over, you might not know that there was a PC thing going on, a yeah. uh, PC fix. But if you kind of follow Reddit or if you're paying attention to, to Twitter or things like that, you'll notice. And, you know, I think around the time you texted me too, I don't know if I, I conveyed this correctly, but I didn't really feel like Capcom was going to do too much about it. Um, I still don't in a way. But something the last time, and I hope people kind of recognize this. I'm sure that people do, but I haven't really seen people bring this up. The last time we had something like this, this big, shake up the entire Street Fighter fan base, that well, the 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 competitive players, was Ultra Street Fighter Four. Mm-hmm. That was the last time. I mean, obviously it was a while ago now, but it was when Capcom had that panel at Evo, and they said, "We're porting this game to PS4. Um, this is going to be the game that everyone's going to have to play on." moving forward Mm -hmm. you know so evo everyone get your stuff together ps4 all the way from here on out and that game dropped and it was buggy you know it was full of bugs it like the latency was awful it was slowed Mm -hmm. everybody reported super quick and uh on that note it was the one time probably as an exception the one and only time that i ever got playstation to give me a refund for a video game because i bought it and uh it was like almost unplayable for me um, and then when I called them, I was just like, they, they said that they couldn't give me a refund. And I told the guy on the phone, I said, Google Street Fighter, Ultra Street Fighter 4 on PlayStation 4. Just Google that. And he put me on hold and he came back and he goes, yeah, we'll give you a refund. And yep. I mean, it could have very well been one time exception, I'm sure, for like a customer service thing. But the point was that I was willing to fight for that because I was like, this game doesn't work. Yep. And everybody else was reporting the same thing. And it was a very fast fix. I still think that that fix came like over like a, multi-week thing it wasn't mm-hmm. like a day or something yeah but that was the last time i could think of that something major had happened and it got reported everywhere it just wasn't mm-hmm. like on fgc twitter yep so when this got reported everywhere that was when i realized okay once like all these gaming websites are going to start reporting on this that's when i think capcom was really going to step in and, mm-hmm. and at least acknowledge that they've seen it and that's what we kind of saw from yeah here's Mono. here's why so i think Yes, the port to Street Fighter 4 or the PS, PS4 and Ultra was a big deal, but here's why it was slightly different. It was because they outsourced the port. The people that did that port are the same people that have been doing the Mega Man collection, collections, and they're mm. all terrible. Like, the latencies on everything that that company does is fucking awful. Mm. Right? So the fact that they did a Street Fighter 4 or, a, yeah, a Street Fighter 4 port immediately made me worried. And then, sure enough, here we are. Uh, but the thing is, this netcode blunder, to, to me, again, it's like it's four years of people suffering through this, and it's fixed in 30 minutes. Right? It's, it's hard. That, that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. You know, it's a hard pill to swallow. I was actually going through, I, I think I'll put this up on Twitter, but I was going through. Twitter, and I was trying to find the point in an earlier podcast they recorded. I actually know which one it is, because I, 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 ha- I wanted to find it. And it's like the last few minutes of episode 46, where we're talking about Street Fighter VI. Mm-hmm. And something that I said then kind of pertains now. Um, I, don't, I actually don't remember my own quote, like, word for word. But it was something to the effect of, I think that 
as Street Fighter V winds down, I think the thing that people are going to kind of remember about it yeah. as you go into the next Street Fighter game, which is probably going to be Street Fighter VI, is people are going to remember that it stumbled along the way. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the highlights are going to be something that you don't that don't really stick out as much about the game. You're going to remember it didn't have an arcade mode. You're going to remember the fight money grind. You're going to remember those things more so than like Idom versus Punk Grand Finals, you know, North yeah. American Grand Finals. You're probably going to remember that over Ricky Ortiz and, and Knuckledew taking the first Capcom Cup. You're going to remember all of the more negative experiences more so than the positive ones. And something that I noticed as the, just like you said, the hard pill to swallow is that, you know, this has been going on for four years. It was dressed in in two days. And I think that, I, I really do feel like this is the last year of Street Fighter Five, mm-hmm. um, And I think that knowing, Ultra David said something too that was kind of like, it was a little sad to hear, but he was just like, it's unfortunate to know that this had gone on as long as it did. Yep. And, you know, I, I don't want to toot my own horn with, with, with that quote that I made, but it was like, I felt it then. Mm-hmm. And that was 2018 when we recorded that, but I felt it then, and I definitely, I remembered it. I was just like, I just can't catch a break, man. It seems to be one thing after the other. Yeah. Um, and so hopefully, all we can really hope for, and I don't think this will really happen, is that, you know, as you go into the next Street Fighter game, Mm-hmm. that you just kind of don't fall into these pitfalls. Yeah, but so earlier you said you are not expecting Capcom to do anything about this. Here's why I disagree. Okay, yeah, you rule, yeah. Here's why I disagree. Uh, first, what has Capcom been talking about this entire like latter half of 2019 and early 2020? The Olympics. Oh, the Olympics. Right. This patch, when you're playing against somebody that doesn't have this patch, so if you're pay- playing against somebody that's on PlayStation or if you're playing on somebody that's on PC that doesn't get this patch, because their client is not able to synchronize the netcode as fast as yours, their game is basically unplayable. It's bad. Like they, They're getting all of the rollback, and to the person who does have the patch, it looks perfectly fine. Right. So... It's negatively affecting PlayStation 4 users, and it's negatively affecting people who have not modded their game. Coming at the heels of the announcement that there's going to be a shit ton of these online qualifiers, mm-hmm. Capcom has to do something about so it. So did I, did I not say this a bit earlier when we were when we were talking over on the couch? Did I say over or under that they're going to do something? Because I think you're more of the opinion that they're going to do yeah, something. Well, and here's the thing, too. We didn't mention this on the podcast, but we mentioned it over there. There's a maintenance happening tomorrow as of, the, as of the recording of this yeah. podcast. Okay, we'll say it that way. <laughs> tomorrow. So yeah. Tuesday, January 14th, the same day that Dragon Ball Z Kakarot comes out. <laughs> so, and, and let's, let's rehash that for a second because you go ahead and because uh, I, I want maybe the audience to know kind of your perspective on why you do think that something's probably going to happen. And I'm going to give a counterpoint as to why I don't think something's going to happen. Yeah. So, go ahead. Well, so one, in my opinion, or in, I guess my, what I'm guessing is going to happen is one of two things. One, Capcom is going to outright get rid of this mod. Right? Okay. How they're going to do it, I don't know. Uh, they're probably just going to put like some code that's like, oh, if this is different than what we have it set to, kill the game. Don't that that was mind blowing. That was the thing that made me go like, oh yeah, I guess that could happen. But yeah. Uh, and and again, the reason being is because this mod is negatively affecting people who people on PlayStation 4 or people who don't mod their games or can't mod their games. And because they're so focused on this Olympics thing and like a big major part of it are online qualifiers, mm-hmm. that's going to be their reason to do it. Right. Now, 
the backlash for that is going to be unbelievable. If they if they prevent you from using it. Yes. If they if they roll back the fix to the netcode that they've created, if they roll back the fix and don't allow you to use the fixed version of it, everyone's going to be pissed. Okay. Right. Now, the other option is in this maintenance that they're doing tomorrow, they're just going to fix it on both sides. I couldn't help. I was trying so hard in my head not to laugh when you said it, but that is... That is way unlikely. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is uh, some people... I, I saw this briefly on Twitter. Uh, I don't know how true it is or not, but I feel like it's worth mentioning, uh, is that people with hacked PlayStations were trying to apply this mod to the PlayStation uh, game, but something with the coding is different, and they can't. Hmm. Okay. I actually just, I mean, as, as great as this story has been, and we're probably going to be going at this for maybe another nine minutes here, but as great as this story has been, I'll be honest, I definitely lost interest in it right after Altimore talked about it. And it's it's yeah. not that, like, I have no empathy for people going through it. Mm-hmm. It's just that, one, my perspective is, if much like you said earlier, if I'm encountering something that's really frustrating, I'm just going to go do something else. Yep. I, have other, I have other games that I can play. I have other things I can be doing. Um, for the people who, for whatever reason, do have to or want to stick around, um, that is unfortunate, but also kind of funny that it's like you can't. Because one thing I kind of wanted to point out, and I don't know if I said this earlier, was that, you know, when that happened and people were like, okay, set your PlayStations to PS4 only, which I did as I discovered this was happening. Mm-hmm. I mean, we still have the problem on the PS4. It's, yep. it's not like like we can just play with PS4 users and we're fine. You PC guys enjoy your game yeah. and we'll enjoy ours. Ours is still garbage. Yep. <laughs> so it's like, it's not like we're solved by just not playing with PC. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, I mean, look, I before Champion Edition came out, I did not touch Street Fighter for a very long time. Okay. And then Gil, Gil made me very interested in the game. Like the whole retribution mechanic, I think, is it seems super cool. fun. It it's seems super cool. fun. Uh, so learning the character has been super fun. But I w- wasn't putting any time into it because any time I would try to test something and go online, rollback city. Right? Then the bad rollback, bad kind of rollback. City. Mm-hmm. Um, but since this mod came, I literally played this all day uh, last Thursday. And I didn't even notice. Like, the day just f- slipped through my fingers. Wow. Because I was playing all day. Right? Like, I, it happened. Like, that in video games, that has not happened to me. I don't even remember the last time that that happened to me where I just lost an entire day to a video game. That's cool. Real quick, I want to jump back to something that well, you were saying that there probably you had two scenarios where they're either going to prevent the game from launching as a means of patching it yeah, out. Yeah, they're going to prevent the mod from working. Mm-hmm. Or, or you said that they're just going to fix it on both sides. Yes, which is definitely not happening. But but um, as far as what I thought when we were when we were talking about this earlier, my thought was I didn't think they were going to patch it out, and I think and I think they're just going to let it rock. And one of the reasons I had that, it's, it's a little bit contrarian, sure, but the reason I, I had that perspective was because what we were talking about was that I came from, like, kind of an MMO background, mm-hmm. and with MMOs that I played, in the EULA, right, the End User License Agreement, it is specifically stated in most video games that you are not allowed to modify their game. That's right. what mod is short for, right? Modification. And the basis is that if you do that, they have, it's within that company's right to ban your account or suspend it ban it or take legal action upon modifying their intellectual property Mm -hmm. right but in the case of mmos 
those mods, like Deadly Boss mods, if you're playing World of Warcraft, recount for damage and Boot stuff like that. Boot up the Curse Client. The Curse Client. All of those things were, they enhanced the game, and that made people want to play it more with their friends and things like that. So what kind of inevitably happened is it would behoove the um, developer to start banning hundreds, if not thousands, of accounts because you're adding mods. You're not damaging the game. You're not breaking the game. You're just changing it slightly to make it more enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And once those developers kind of saw what the mods were, they were more on board. Again, MMO background, they were more on board. And Street Fighter V does have its mods with people that make the characters look different anyway. Mm -hmm. But they're not changing, like, they're not modifying the way that you can win. Right. Right. And and that's what this netcode thing really kind of does is it does give you I hate to say it this way, but it does give PC players an advantage. Yep. By being able to play the game normally. Yep. <laughs> that's what it does. It gives you an advantage. And that is some would say it even makes it worse for the person eating all of the rollback that's not happening on the other side. I've heard. And 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 one might also think that I don't I don't this would be like a real huge stretch, but if you have a modification to the way the game is supposed to work, regardless of how it improves it you are technically cheating. Yep. And here's the thing, too. In MMOs, I don't think that was seen as such a big deal just because it's like, oh, people are enjoying the game. That's fine. Yeah, well, people are enjoying the mod. Yeah, but... PC players. Yeah, but here's the issue. There's, like, a, a tournament integrity on the line here for Capcom when it comes to this. Tournament integrity? You mean the Olympics? Yeah. Like, there's an integrity due to competition that Capcom has to uphold. I mean, do so, they? I mean, it, if they it, made, look, if they made such a huge deal about this to the point that they've been talking about it for a year and saying, hey, don't expect much out of Champion Edition because we're just focusing the, on the Olympics. We're not going to change the game much, mm-hmm. if at all. So just practice this. Enjoy the fucking Olympics. <laughs> Eat your meat and potatoes. Right. Shut up. <laughs> don't ask me for shit. Don't ask me for shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Also, is that the first time you've actually said shit on this podcast? I hope so. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I had to do it. I had to do it, man. All right. But, uh, yeah. So, how bad would it look for Intel if Capcom oh, let this mod rock? For, uh, for a second, I was like, Intel? I was like, what do they have yeah, to do with it? It's but the Intel yes. world open. Yeah. Or how bad would it look from the Olympics committee? Like, if they're even looking at it. I, I mean, at the end of the day, look... I don't give a damn about what the Olympic Committee thinks. I think this whole like Olympics Street Fighter thing is a bunch of BS, and I'm not a fan of it. That's my that's my personal take on it. Okay. Okay. With, with all that said, it would look terrible on Capcom if they ran this tournament and allowed this mod to negatively affect other players. But you also don't know if anybody's running it. I mean, you can probably assume that people are running it if they're playing on their PC. Like, you're like, wow, there's so many PC players playing this game yeah. all of a sudden. Like, I guess that's and, one and way. And, like, the it's the rollback is noticeably different. Ooh, I don't know if this... Okay, I'm thinking tournament mod versus Olympics, but in the tournament... Um, not mod, but in the tournament mode mm-hmm. that came out, I had heard from Sonic Soul, actually, that he was saying that matches would take a really long time because people could contest the match. Yeah. There's a way of being able to say, hey, I think there's suspicious activity here. Um, I wonder if that's going to be, do you know if that's going to be present during the Olympics at all? Most likely. Because like, that has to be there. Because if you have a PS, if you have a PC player and a PS4 player and the PC, PS4 player loses, that's almost like an automatic, like, hey, just look at this guy just because he might have the mod. Yeah. Um, and then you got to go look at the match and then it's like, how would you. Mm hmm. 
tell the rollback. I, I mean, there's a whole lot. There's a whole. There's a can that we're not going to open right now. Yeah. With regards to that, but um, yeah, man, it's um, it goes back to that thing I said earlier. Like they just can't catch a break when it comes to this game. Yeah. Well, I mean, look. I mean, they ca- they caught. It's not all bad. There's there's an optimistic side of me that thinks that they're going to be fixing it tomorrow. Okay. Now, am I wrong? Most likely. But there's a side of me that believes in Capcom and saying in thinking that now that they know what to fix, because the documentation has been very clear on what mm-hmm. was wrong, they're just gonna fix it. That'd be cool. I mean, again, I I don't want to sit up here at the you know and try to say like I don't think they're gonna do it because I have some vendetta against Capcom. Um, because my 600 hours in Monster Hunter World is like a dir- like totally contradicts that. But it's you know I guess it's just one of those things where I something that I do harp on a lot when it comes to Street Fighter especially. And I have like a weird counterpoint in here for myself, but mm-hmm. um, it's it's that numbers oftentimes push things. The, the longer I exist in a corporate environment, the more I hear and I speak with leadership and management for different parts of um, of businesses, and how a lot of stuff is just like getting work done. It has this effect sales. You know, we talked about I think we talked about the last chance qualifier and how it wasn't streamed, and then I think that Event Hubs was talking about the fact that um, they had heard through the grapevines that it wasn't going to be, like, it, it didn't push the numbers and viewership that Capcom had wanted, so they just opted not to do it. Like, even though even though publicly, Michael Barton was like, oh, logistics, we can't do it. From what I heard from someone who claims that they had, like, a, a more Capcom insider info into it, mm-hmm. it was, hey, we don't think that's going to do well viewership-wise, so we just didn't do it. If that's the case... Then they're wrong. <laughs> okay. I mean, it, it, they could be wrong, but I guess yeah, yeah. if that's the case and it came from a Capcom person and, and they're, let's just look at it from the perspective that they might be right. Mm-hmm. It's at least, you know, we can point towards it being like numbers affected it, right? Yeah. It was like, we need to hit 40,000 people watching. The last time we did an LCQ and all of our other streams, it had been pushing these numbers. So given that, let's not pay to do this on this day when it's not going to get the numbers that we want. Um, sales and units or players active online or that kind of thing. So it's kind of a long way of saying that I feel like unless they know or they truly feel like it's going to affect them in some sort of way that's going to affect profit, revenue, sales in some fashion, mm-hmm. then I don't think that they would they, that they would change it. Especially if like, can you imagine if you try to go to a meeting with that and somebody goes, well, it's been fine for four years. Like that's the exact opposite counterpoint is that somebody could just you go, hey, this guy fixed it in two days. And they go, oh, that's cool, but it's been working fine for four years. Yeah. Oh, no, just had a meeting with, with you know, or just had an interview where he said that they were really proud of the net code. If they feel that way and, it's, and they've been proud of it for four years, why change yeah. it? Here's the thing, too, is Ono has been – I think we've had this discussion before, and I hate the fact that it keeps happening over and over again. I think we have every again. discussion on this podcast at some point. But. I actually, like, it makes me hate all of humanity when <laughs> oh, boy. all of this happens. And it's when people start being abusive towards the devs on yeah. social media, right? I absolutely hate it, and it's deplorable. And if you're one of those people that does it, stop. I, I was going to use a lot more colorful yeah. words, but I think I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. With all that said, Ono actually replied to some of the hate that he's received on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. To the point where I think that's part of why I think it's going to be addressed. I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Oh, you don't have to do that because you got to bail out of here anyway. And I only wanted to yeah. record like a 30-minute um, thing. So after Ono's been getting all this uh, to the point where he is sarcastically replying 
to a couple of people. Somebody says, oh, no. Uh, actually, it was uh, Kiro P4. Says, oh, no, you deserve better than that. Don't let this type of person get in your mind. Sure, the netcode situation is a problem, and we want it to be better even more after one person was able to show it to us that it's possible to fix. We will always respect respect you as you respect us. We love Street Fighter. And he replies with, I'll try hard to win back your trust. You know, I was going to quote tweet that, and I, and I wanted to. Before I found out he was getting all the hate, and I was going to say, uh, I was going to hit him with Yoda, you know, uh, do or do not, yeah, there is no try. No try yeah. I wanted to hit him with the Yoda so bad. But then I saw, like, the other stuff that was happening to him, and I was just like, yeah, I was going to stick with the Papa John's. I think that's, I think that's good enough. <laughs> we'll, we'll let Papa speak for everybody. You Papa's know, in bro. the house. Uh, oh, man. The Day of Reckoning. <laughs> the Day of Reckoning is tomorrow, dude. Oh, no. The Day of Reckoning. It's, oh, I mean, no. it's, it's literally, it's binary. <laughs> it's black or white. Like, either it's getting fixed or it's not. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally, you know. I almost want to have a postmortem of this tomorrow. <laughs> well, you think that they're going to do something about it. I don't. So, I mean, that's good I enough. I mean, I hope they're going to do something about it. I think everybody hopes they're going to do something about it. Well, I think everybody hopes they do the right thing about it. Or, or what we perceive as the right thing about it. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. It's, it's it's been an interesting discussion. We'll see what happens. Um, I don't know if we'll record anything next week, but we'll... We'll see if we can give some sort of update if there is one. Well, if um, it's fixed, we'll thing. play a first to ten online for pizza. For pizza? Yeah. First to ten? Like me versus you or yeah. like me or us versus randoms? No, me versus you. Okay. You know what? I, I'm probably going to eat my words by saying this because this has been happening for like the past six or seven months. My review's looking pretty good. Yeah. I think it came from not playing for so long though because like I would watch people do stuff that I'm like, yo, you're just swinging at the air right now. Let me just solar plex you right quick. Yep. But, you know. Um, you haven't seen my gill? I haven't. Dude, by the way, I was gonna put up this. I was gonna put up another cheeky tweet where it's like, "Have you seen that like the the meme of that guy like that's uh trying to resist fapping and he's got like the hand and he's like, <laughs> you know, he's fighting it." I was gonna put that up because I came back to play Street Fighter when the balance patch dropped, and I, I texted you this. I was like, "I don't know how anybody fights." Like Ed has a whole new move. Yep. That I need. Like he has like this uppercut thing, and I was just like. Like going through like cap, the the game Capcom and I and I had like twelve tabs open and so when I get a fighter I'm like okay I'm clicking through the tabs like trying to scroll down like okay what is the what is this punishable stuff so I was thinking about actually buying the championship edition mm-hmm. um like game the, the upgrade kit yeah, yeah. and then this happened with the the net code and I was just like eh, maybe I won't buy it which actually kind of plays into what Altimore said like you lost out on twenty five bucks however yep. many twenty five bucks that ends up being. But you lost that on that because I just found out that this game could run better and I just don't get a chance to use it. Yep. So I'll just go spend my money on May- well, something else. Maybe if they fix it tomorrow, you'll get it. All Who right. knows? We'll see. It's in the hands of the cap gods. Oh, boy. <laughs> Tomorrow's going to be a crazy day, man. The day of reckoning. Oh, uh, yeah. Dragon Ball Z Kakarot comes out. <laughs> <laughs>